to the Saturday Down South Podcast. He is Chris Marlin. I am Tom Gura. Marlin is Casual Friday. We took a week off from Casual Friday, yeah. but we are back. We have our usual stump Marler at the end. Just recorded that with our good buddy Jake Woody. We have a 4th of July themed Casual Friday. And I realize state of our country right now, a lot of people disagreeing about a lot yeah. of different things. Today, we're going to keep it light because that's at the root of what Casual Friday is. Yeah. Talking about the things that everybody knows and loves about the 4th of July. Yeah. Or maybe not everybody loves, you know, barbecue. But if they don't, I mean, they're probably not listening to this podcast let me, anyway. Let so. me tell you. Let me take over here, Connor. I'll say something right now. Hold on. Let me get my other bottle of water. Okay. Here's the deal. America is a... What time are we in here? America's a show right now. We know it. It's not good. Things aren't great. But I tell you what, here's the deal. I mean, in the same way that in 2013, I was a show. That's just, we're just going through a phase, guys. America's still awesome. It's the greatest country on earth. We're going to celebrate with some red, white, and blue patriotism today. We're not going to talk about politics. We're just going to talk about all things American. And we're all going to have a good time. We're going to enjoy hot dogs no matter what Connor says. For the record... As I've told you, on Wednesday at a socially distanced barbecue yeah. that my uh, my wife's boss had, where had about five of us over in his backyard. Yeah, I ate three hot dogs. So it's impressive. Just saying, just saying, they were really, really good. Fresh off the grill, hot dogs are dude. Man, so you need a reminder every once in a while how good they are. Okay, and I, yeah, I don't understand why you don't like hot dogs, but like. No, I, that's not that's not the point. You always misinterpret it. You always Connor, I don't. I just love wrong. to see you get upset about it. So, like, it, somebody did say like the other day, like on the Facebook group, they're like, "Can we confirm that it actually takes?" Wow, Andrew Zell is so good. It, can we confirm? I'll turn it off. Can, yes, please. Can we confirm that uh, that it only takes three hot dog or th- takes three bites to eat a hot dog? If you're eating a hot dog in more than four bites. That's a you problem. Like, I don't know what you're doing right now. Like, are you trying to be efficient with it? Unless it's a foot long or one of those things from Sonic that's a giant mess. But here's the deal. Like, when when I was – now, I'm trying to get back in shape now because we're going to have football season and I have to – like, I'll be, have to be on camera at some point. But when we were in the depths of quarantine, and this is like a month ago, so it's not like it was crazy. <laughs> like, like, crazy. <laughs> like, I talk about, like, it's 2013, but it's like, 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 yeah, you know, like six weeks ago. But Allie and I got a grill, and so on Sunday nights we grill out burgers. I make a mean hamburger, Connor. The trick is the cheese. You want to have different kinds of cheese. We'll talk about that later. But here, what, what I would also do is, this is when I was like, Chris, you might have a problem. I was I would get hot dogs and make like two hot dogs as just like a fun appetizer to have during the grilling of the burgers, which I would yeah, also. Yeah, that is the problem. Yeah. So I would just like, <laughs> Allie would come outside and she's like, are we cooking all the hot dogs? I'm like, no. She's like, why did you ask me to get them? I'm like, so I could have a snack. And she's like, snack before you eat two burgers. And I was like, what is the problem here? She's like, we're not at the varsity, Chris. It's not a competition. Like, just stop eating so much food. Anyway, moving on. Two burgers and two dogs is that's 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 a, that's a nap waiting to happen, bro. Goodness gracious! So we do have a lot of Fourth of July related questions to get to. Uh, thank you for Jay uh, for posting those in nah, the Facebook group. I'm not gonna thank Jay for anything after what happened. Yeah, Stump Marler didn't go as well as Marler was hoping for. Let's just say I that. I agree with that. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Let's get this started. Uh, this is from Andrew 
Digiacomo. Digiacomo? Stop, stop reading right. his answers, questions, because you always mess this up. Sorry. It's a good question, though. Yeah. And it's an important question to start with, and it's along the lines of what we were just talking about. He's pretty about. great, I'll be honest. Andrew asks, hamburger, hot dog, brat, or steak on 4th of July? Okay. All the above. <laughs> All the above, yes. Um, most. Most. <laughs> most. Mostly. Um. Mostly. Most, tell him, Tyson. Most tell situations him. call for a whatever is available. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna eat what's on the grill. Don't be that person that makes a special request. You eat if you are at somebody else's house. Yeah. You eat whatever meats they are providing. If you're a vegan, like have you know what? Celebrate celebrate Columbus Day and just leave us alone. There's there's vegan things that you could probably eat and bring to a Fourth of July cookout. I don't know what those what are. They, are. I I mean your words, not mine. <laughs> but if you have the choice. And it depends on the group size. Yep. Now, if you're having like, yeah, like three, four people over, you want to make some steaks, perfectly fine. If you're having 20 people over, you're not making 20 steaks. No. You shouldn't do that. This isn't Top Chef. You don't need to go there. Yeah, good, good reference. Also, real quick, Padma, what's her name? Fantastic. Fantastic follow on Twitter. Love her. Like, I'm so glad you brought her into my life. I mean... She's mine. She's I, I'm not, that's, yeah. I'm that's not, my thing. I'm not going to fight you for it. I'm just letting you know. She's fantastic. Um, it's my thing. So, okay. We don't say it twice. But uh, you're right about this. Ste- like a steak is, that's too much on, on July 4th, in my opinion. And I think it's because you want to be nimble still. Like, if you like, here's the deal. Uh, hear me out. Here's me out. Hear me out. Now, July 4th, it, you, the only other thing that's acceptable here is ribs. I, I like the, I like uh, mm, I like some ribs. And we used to do that at Houston's. That was a big thing on July 4th. Working on July 4th at Houston's was the absolute worst. I never had to do it, thank God, because I would always just like pick up eight shifts so I could go celebrate America. But at the same time, if you're getting a steak, that's going to weigh you down. And there's just, just knowing how much at least I drink on July 4th, there's going to be at some point you're going to have to have a little pep in your step and get out of the way of something, whether it's a runner at the Peachtree Road Race, whether it's mm. a firework that you set off too soon. You're gonna yep. have to. You're gonna have to show some some be fleet of foot here, and and you can't do that with a with a giant ribeye in your belly. So that's a good point to bring up, because brat is the one here that gets overlooked. Yeah, that's true. And you get you get the brat with the grilled onions, a little mustard on there. Yeah, that's a great way a to celebrate Germany. Can hit the, no, no, okay, all right. Let's 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 chill on that. You can get into the the root of, of what a hot dog is, what a hamburger is, if you really want to, but. I think the broad is the thing on the grill where people don't cook that in the same number that they cook burgers and dogs. Yeah. Understandably so. But if if there's the choice of those three on the grill, yeah, I might mix it up. I might get it. Yeah, I mean I might get a broad. I might get a broad and a dog if those if those are the choices because I like all of them. Yeah. And I know that there are people who are picky. Yeah. Fourth of July kind of changes things. Under normal circumstances, yeah, I'm I'm having a burger more times than I'm having a hot dog. Really? I've expressed my feelings yeah, yeah. on that. But on 4th of July, there's just something about having a hot yep. dog that just kind of feels right. Yeah. So if you're if you're the chef, if you have the ability, I think you put all three of those things on the grill. You put burgers, dogs, and brats on the grill. Mm-hmm. You're going to put hot, more hot dogs than anything else on the grill. But, yeah, I'm, I'm saving room for a brat because yeah. a good brat, man, that, you talk about a worthy stadium food because it's bigger than a hot yeah. dog, right? Sure. A, a good brat at a stadium, and it's got the fixings on it. With the, you know, it's got the grilled onions on there as well. So, 
here's where you're wrong. Now, a sausage and peppers, as you would get outside of Fenway Park. Also good. That also is very good. that is not for me on July 4th. That is a go-to meal. Like that that is a good in-stadium food. Fantastic. Yes. It's so like sloppy kind of if you don't eat it right, but like it's because it's not even a hot dog bun. It, it's like it's like a hoagie roll, and it's it's bigger. You're fantastic. not eating it in three bites. Yeah, that's a very good point. And I mean, like 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 a sausage and peppers outside of Fenway is like one of my favorite things. One of my favorite things. But so, but you're right. When like a hot dog, you have to have a hot dog on on July Fourth. I have to have one on July Fourth and Memorial Day. Like it just there's just something about it. Like one of my favorite dates me and Allie ever went on. Uh, I had to work as when I was working at the Omni, 2018. So first year of SCS. Uh, and I was like, I got off work. There's like seven people in the whole hotel. It was awful. And so I was like, I was like, she's like, what do you want to do? You want to go celebrate Memorial Day? I was like, yeah, we're going to the varsity. And we we got hot dogs, and it was great. And it was like, like I think, I I love the addition of the brat. Now here's two things I'll say before we move on to the next question that you don't want to be this guy when it comes to the food. You're right about like being picky about your food. Also, don't be don't be like the guy that's like, hey, I got brats, but it's like brats with cheese, cheese in them. Or like some kind of stupid crap yeah, like that. It's no, like, don't, no, 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 don't no, do that no, to me. No. Like, I, I don't. We just no one needs that. Now the other thing is, don't be the douchebag at the actual uh, cookout that is that decides to tell you what's in a hot dog. Like we all know. Oh like, come on! You know that I mean? person doesn't need to be there. No. that person doesn't need no. to be there. That's unnecessary. That guy's name is is Jeff with a G or Greg with three Gs. Either way, off, yeah. he's he's gonna the G the G's gonna stand for go home and get out of my out of my backyard, bro. Uh, all right, so we talked about origins because uh, you love German things apparently. Um, so here's the next question, also from Andrew Diagiacomo. Only American beer and liquor, correct? None of that Heineken crap. I could not agree more with this on July Fourth. Like this, if there's ever a day, like. Listen, I, I like Tropicalia. I'll say it, okay? White people, it took me five years to agree with you on, on that. I'm still not going to budge on my view of chain smokers, but that's not that's neither here nor there. Um, like, I, I'm not an IPA guy at all, but, like, like July 4th, we're not drinking for taste, okay? No. We're, drink, we're drinking for, for, for sport, all right? Like, how many can you put in your body in a day? And you're gonna need something light. I don't like Miller Lite because it's it's too heavy to be honest. It, 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 I don't. It, you can taste the carbs in Miller Lite. I don't like it. Get yourself a watered down Bud Light. Get yourself a Budweiser with the American flag can. Hello, hello. Um, <laughs> the other thing is, the other thing is, do not bring Heineken and don't bring Stella. Like if you if you show up to a, a cookout on July 4th with Stella, with Heineken, or with Amstel Light, or as I like to call it, Strip Club Bud Light, don't. Come in my backyard. That's crap. Like, look, oh, I drink Stella. Stella is just wedding Bud Light, okay? That's all it is. Stop it. That's fair. Yeah. All right, next That's question. Fair. I like PBR, too. You we know. That's, That's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah Red, white, and blue can. I'll be in Charleston this week, which actually has a, a bar there. And I can't remember the name of the bar, but I remember passing this. I don't know if I took a picture of it last time I was there for you. Um, but it's the number one PBR selling of, like, 20-ounce cans. It's, like, some weird stipulations, like... Or 12-ounce cans, maybe. It's like the number one 12-ounce can PBR seller in the world. It's like... Sure, it's not 16-ounce. No, that, they that's do the too normal. Boys. Everyone does the tall boys. That's what I'm saying. It's like some, yeah. some weird thing. So it's like either 20 or 12. It's something weird. No, that is weird. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but it makes me happy to know that there's a bar that celebrates that. Because PBR is worth celebrating, in my opinion. I agree. There you go. 
All right, um, let's see what do we got. Uh, I think we kind of hit on this already. Reed Cousins, the go-to Fourth of July adult yeah. beverage. I go with the American flag theme, but heavies every year. Um, yeah, I mean, if if I'm bringing yeah. light beer or something like that, yeah, give me something like PBR. You're gonna be outside. It's gonna be hot. You're not gonna want something heavy no. weighing you down. Vodka soda. Got to be able to have. Uh, I'm a, I mean, no. I'll drink a vodka soda. You make fun of me for the brat thing, and you bring up vodka soda. Yeah, calories count in the summer, Connor. I mean, vodka soda is like my go-to. Like that, yeah. Like also, just have it truly. Then you that's not the same. That's not the same at all. Oh, but if you're saying calories, ca- calories count in the summer. Yeah, that's listen. Vodka. So- I'm also trying to get like, like, like. First off, the amount of vodka that I put into my vodka soda is not close to what's in a truly can. I will just say that. And also, I don't drink truly. I drink white claws like a man. There you go. All right. <laughs> On that fine note. Claw fine, Bob. Um, okay, Matthew Sadro, uh, favorite part of 4th of July as a kid and favorite part mm. as an adult. As a kid, the the draw there's there's a very fine line, I think, when you are you go from that you have that transition phase when you're a kid. Yeah. When you're a little kid, when you're afraid of fireworks, they're too loud. You don't really understand the hype. Everybody's kind of freaking out. You don't like thunderstorms when you're a kid. And then there's a certain age that you hit when you're like, oh, this, this is cool. actually pretty I fun. Love that and I enjoy this. And it's stuff that's, you know, it's it's blowing up. And that's, it's patriotic. And it's great. And you actually realize that being outside can, you know, you get to run around. It's the middle of the summer. And you learn to appreciate Fourth of July. very much just you. I don't. <laughs> no, I, I think there are people listening to this that, that went through that that phase. You're scared and, of thunderstorms? You, you know, about dogs? Yeah, a little kid is like a dog to a certain extent. <laughs> Clip that, Will. Clip that. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I think it's something like second grade where I went through that, yeah. where I I, I I transitioned into, oh, fireworks aren't these big, scary things. Yeah. It's something that celebrates our country's history, mm-hmm. and we get to gather with family and friends and enjoy it. So I, I, I enjoyed that. I learned to enjoy that as a kid. I have very fond memories of going up to what's called Peyton's Hill, which is the hill that Walter Payton yeah. used to run uh, up. Yeah. It's now called Nickel Knoll. Um, and having fried chicken with my family, having like a picnic and getting to do that. Fried chicken, another yeah. good 4th of That's July a good, a because bucket. it's easy to transport. Yeah, got to get the bucket. And it depends where you're going. You know, KFC is, was, was always a yep. mainstay. We did Brown's Chicken back in the Chicago area. I don't know if anybody no. has ever heard of that who's listening to this. That's a staple in that, in that part of the country. But... I liked that as a kid, and I have very fond summer summertime memories because that's the best time of year is probably 4th of July, especially for kids like yeah. us who grew up playing baseball. Yeah. And there are so many good, positive memories. You're just like, man, sometimes I just want to go back there. Like, that's that's the happy place when you don't have school going yeah. on. You know you have 4th of July to look forward to. Okay. Um, so my answer is, like, I was never afraid of thunderstorms because I'm a man. So it's like... I'm kidding. I was I was afraid of so many more things than just thunderstorms. Yes, you were. Um, so here, here's the thing. I favorite part of Fourth of July as a kid. My stepdad, Russell Pye. Shout out Russell Pye. He's the man. Uh, love him to death. He is yes, he a fantastic is. dude. Um, obviously lives in Columbia now with my with my madre. But when I was ten, we we went to he lived in Alexandria, Virginia, and so we went up there for the fourth. And it was so like my favorite. I remember like we would go to. Like, uh, like this is not political, but Stone Mountain Park was like, I, I lived in Stone Mountain, so we would go to Stone Mountain every year on July Fourth, watch the laser show, and it had these huge fireworks. And I, I just remember always like, 
getting like goosebumps and like getting so excited when they would play Lee Greenwood, God Bless the USA, with the fireworks going and this whole thing. When I was 10, we went to Washington, D.C. to watch the national, like on the national lawn or whatever it is, like um, or the, the, the national mall, um, to watch like fireworks there. And it was, now the firework display itself, incredible, incredible. Everything leading up to it kind of sucks because it was like a thousand degrees and you have to start getting there at like mm-hmm. 10 a.m. Like it's it's like, it's not one of those things like, like if you're in Atlanta, like Linux Mall, it's like, yeah, I'm going to show up at six. I'll still be able to see the fireworks from wherever. Mm-hmm. This was like, like everyone, everyone and a mama was there. It was crazy. But I will say the coolest, that, that weekend itself, Independence Day came out on July 3rd. Or July 2nd, oh, yeah. 96. I saw that movie four times in theaters. It was like one of the best movies ever. But I saw it that weekend when it came out, like that Friday. Next day we did like the whole, you know, like the, the fireworks thing. And like seeing that in D.C. was incredible. And I actually was scared of the fireworks at that point because they were so big. I thought yeah, they were. I, knew you I were. thought they were like falling mm-hmm. on us and we were going to get in trouble. Yep, that's the whole problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's my favorite. So as an adult, I still love fireworks. I still love hot dogs. Love going to the Peachtree Road Race. Um when I was a younger, more irresponsible person, I've, I've run that while drinking and also on no sleep and just like... Sick brag. It's not, but it's something. And uh, But I, I will say, as an adult now, and like kind of... I don't want to say more mature, because I don't know if I am, but like yeah. I have... like my, One of my best friends, Rich Janowski, served two tours in Afghanistan, came back, led 180 men, was on uh, the Battle of Marja, it was on a HBO documentary, just an incredible person. Him going and serving two tours... And Warren, we spent July 4th with him at Topsail Beach in North Carolina before his second deployment. And it was like, I remember we were all like really drunk and we're having a blast. And then Rich's like, I got to show you guys something. And he's showing us video of like the preview of this HBO documentary about him being at war. And you're seeing him in war and like what they're doing. And it's like one of the most chilling, incredible things. And uh, this is not political at all. I just... It's amazing to me, and I'm so thankful that we live in a country where people have like sacrificed their life for us, that we can be free, and it's it's that that's what I, like it means the most to me now, and also Lee they, Greenwood. I did not think you were going there. Um, <laughs> did not think you were going there at My all. My bad. Thought thought there was going to be some Lee Greenwood. Definitely thought he's that. Canadian. I know he's Canadian. It's kind of a it's kind of one of those like there should be an asterisk on that song. Just moved to reminder. California when he was seven. You know he also has one of those versions for Canada. He has a, he's like God bless you Canada, but it doesn't slam like the American one does. That slaps, you're right. Um, as as an adult, it's a little bit a little bit different now. Um, my wife usually works an event that is just down the road from us here in Orlando that has tens of thousands of people. It's called Red Hot and Boom. Um, tens of thousands of people come to this. It's I don't want to say it is Piedmont Park. It's yeah. not quite like that. Don't it's a different dare. type of venue. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that. But it's a it's a venue that holds a ton of people. Obviously, this year they're not able to have it, but usually they have you know live music. Like back in the day, I think like InSync performed there. Yeah. Like all the up and comers cool. usually perform there beforehand. Big big time event. But my wife works it. Like her PR company does. So uh, like the last you know five years since I've lived here, yeah. we usually just walk over to there. But it is one of those things that you have to be there at like ten in the morning to get a spot, and it's like. That kind of sucks. Yeah, it's not fun. It kind of sucks to be there when, like, don't get me wrong, I like fireworks, but I wouldn't want to get over there at 10 a.m. and have to set up a picnic blanket to be able to get a spot to watch fireworks. It's nice that we are walking distance away, so yeah. we just kind of walk down there and walk back, but it's still always, you know, like 
95 degrees with 100% humidity, and we're drenched in sweat by the time we, we get back That's, usually on that day. Yeah. So it's not ideal. Fourth of July has not turned into one of those one of those days that I feel as nostalgic about like living here in the time of year that it is just because this job, I have so many more memories associated with the fall, right. obviously. So it's not as much like peak summer. And right now, at a time when we don't have baseball yet, it just it's going to feel a little weird. It, it yeah. really is. Yeah, and like the Piedmont, like last year I took Queso down in, a, in his, Allie was out of town, and, and I, I think she was back in Oregon because kind of dealing with some of the stuff with her dad, like the aftermath of all that. And, um, but she, I, I remember taking Queso down to the, the, like, to the Piedmont, like, or to the, the Peachtree Road Race in our backpack. So he's just like chilling on my back. It was so much fun. And like, you know what, you know what's great? I don't care how this sounds. You know what's great about Fourth of July is that just like football season, I don't give a what time it is. As soon as I wake up, I'm drinking. Like, I, like I'm allowed to have like a mimosa or I'm allowed to have like a beer for breakfast, which is like, I miss that about 2015, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, when did you stop doing that? <laughs> I mean, I haven't, uh, come on, I don't do that anymore. Let's be honest. No, no. Moving no, on, no. am I up now or are you up? I'm up. You're up. Um, okay. So, oh, what? Let's, okay, this is the best question of the day. Um, you know, yeah, he has two. Michael Dark has, has two that are really good. Which former SEC coach would you want in front of the grill? Any choice besides Mark Rick making his famous hot dog delight is wrong. Gosh. Mark Rick's hot dog delight is point. absolutely, it's not a great point, Connor. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I know, that's... Any choice besides Mark Rick, it's a great point to bring that up, to say that, yes, I would not want Mark Rick dealing with any sort of hot dog-related thing. It's no, important to address that. But that's saying any choice besides Mark Rick is wrong. So you'd be choosing Mark Rick. No, oh, okay, okay. All right. So under this circumstance, I, I, I interpreted that differently. It's, it's Brett Bielema. That's it. Like, I mean, that's, I don't think it's really close. I don't, you have a you have a look on your face like you have a different answer, and I feel like I'm gonna hate it or like it. If it's more no. head, I'm gonna punch you in the throat. No, okay. no, no, no. I'm I, I'm challenging myself to think of a better mm. one than Bielema because I think Bielema is the number one choice. It's former. If it's current, now you, Coach O is an obvious choice. But I tell you what, like like a Mike like a Mike Leach barbecue would be fun for like I don't know. An hour, twenty minutes. Yeah, maybe yeah. twenty minutes tops. Because then you'd be like, you know, the origin of uh, fireworks. Pirates used to actually shoot them at each other, and uh, something's wrong with your mask. We're gonna workshop the leech. Damn it! Yeah, that's my bad. I feel bad now. But yeah. no, but like, or Pittman. I can see. Like, you want a fat guy on the grill. You do. You just like. I don't care how that sounds. If I see a skinny guy, it's like barbecue. If I see a skinny dude trying to cook up barbecue, I don't trust it because you obviously haven't tasted your product, sir. No offense. I was, I was also thinking. I mean, Spurrier is the default answer. I get it. We can put Spurrier for all these answers when it comes to former SEC coach that you want to do yeah. anything with. Obviously, Spurrier is going to be the one of the first choices that that comes to mind. But who's who's another that I think would be maybe not necessarily like the best in terms of like the food product, but just to be at the grill with. I'm still saying Bielema. Like, and, and again, I think it matters because the food product, like I, I'm telling you, like barbecue and hugs are better when they're, when they're given to you from an overweight person. I'm just saying. You know, who, you know who looks like he spends a lot of time around the grill and I'm not saying I want to have small talk with this person, but McElwain. Oh, no. <laughs> McElwain is like the epitome. McElwain has the entire 
dad at the grill wardrobe. Yes. Already down pat. Yeah. Muschamp could be fun. Muschamp could be fun, but I don't think Muschamp would be good for small talk. And that's kind of yeah. what you need to have at the grill. There's a certain level of conversation yeah. that's acceptable to like acknowledge that there is a person who is working on meats and needs to and yeah. has, has an important task at hand, feeding the masses right. and what they're doing. But at the same time, it's conversation that's entertaining, yeah. but not like too engaging to where they're distracted from the very important thing right. that they're responsible I, for. I tell you what, underrated Jimbo Fisher. And, and I'll tell you right now, the he would burn something for sure. It, like he, he mm -hmm. would a thousand percent burn something because he would start talking. He would be like me and just like ADD would take over and start talking too much. The the least favorite ever. This is not an SEC coach, but that that I'm trying to think of words that aren't involving cuss words. But like that a hole from Independence, Kansas. That last season of Last Chance U, whatever that dude's name is, that guy, Coach Brown, he's the worst. Like he like they had several cookouts, and you're like Jesus, you just you get worse and worse on each one. He's just not a fun person. So that's that would be the worst. Shout out to Coach Sims, who I talked to for the yeah. uh, Terry Wilson story. Yeah. yeah, Jeff Sims, good, very good dude. He'd be a little bit better to have on a grill. Yeah. He's a good guy to have it to have a conversation with. Um, good question though. I like that one. Uh, we had so because we had two from Michael Dark. Did we? Which actually, he's got like five in here. Did you have a second one that you wanted to do? Well, the raisins and potato salad one is stupid. Um, but if you were in a Nathan's hot dog eating contest, how many wieners could you scarf down? I don't like the, how the second half of that sentence was was constructed, but I will say, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> shout out Jay Woody who responded, and remember, it's in 10 minutes. Um, Thank you, Dre. I, without a doubt, I could get it. I could get double digits down. It's not, it's not, like, that's not a problem. I could do that. Easy. Easy. I, I think you could, based on how I've seen you eat, <laughs> in a... Because there's there is a a switch that is flipped. <laughs> now having seen you in multiple press box situations, yeah. yeah. When the Chick Fil A is out and Marler's like, yeah, what's up? I've Game had, time. I've had four or five sandwiches, and in addition to other stuff, it's just like thrown in the back of my backpack. But God, that's four or five you know about, bro. Think about all those bathroom breaks I was taking. I know. Think about that. I know. I. You know what? Most people, I would really say, no. Your your eyes are bigger than your stomach. Yeah. There's no way you could get double digits down. I think you could get to ten. Without a doubt, I really do. Not, I can do I, that. I, I have, I'll do it on Saturday if you guys want. I, like I, I I know I can. I don't want that. <laughs> that. Now the key That's is don't I'm toast seeking. the buns. That's it. Soak them in water, That's, or do you soak them weird. in butt heavy? I, ooh, hello. Um, I I I just I mean like, and I've always had an appetite, no matter how like good a shape I've been in so it's like I like I, I guarantee you I could I could eat 10 now I could eat 10 when I was like I don't know like when I was younger in my younger days I, I guarantee I could eat 10 though how many could you eat don't say three four that's I knew you were gonna say four four okay. yeah because I I hit three yesterday and I was like I'm I'm pretty full right now I also had Chick-fil-A nuggets you've as just well, never so. been in a situation where you've hated yourself enough to eat too much and that's like that's good for you but that's not where we're all living yeah, it's not. I'm not a competitive eater. I'd be terrible. I'd be terrible at it. Like yeah. I, I feel like I could eat it. I, I could eat a decent amount, but I, I know when I hit my limit, mm. and I never want to push See, past that limit because it makes me uncomfortable. I'm like Jordan when it comes to that, because it's like I'm not just wow. a competitive eater. I'm an, wow. I'm an emotional eater, and it's like 
You put the. There's no way you can get you, that dog. Yeah, on. you gotta you gotta let the hate out. What was it? Lance Armstrong said, like, I mean, like, get your hate on. Like, I guarantee that guy doesn't think I eat this many hot dogs. I'm like, no, Chris, no one's saying that. No, <laughs> no one's literally no. Like, your <laughs> stomach is saying yeah, that. Yeah, that's it's just your health. You're gonna end up like that Arkansas like diabetic ankle thing you talk about later. That's a references Gross. later. Anyway, go ahead. Gross. Um, from uh, Clark Futch. Futch? I'm sorry, Clark, if I Futch. pronounced your last name wrong. This is a good, he's a good dude. I thought I hated him at first because he wrote some comments. to. Uh, no, he, we're cool. Um, he he right. wrote some comments on Instagram. I was like, this guy hates me. He's awesome. I love Clark Futch. Clark asks, do you light and throw your fireworks or set <laughs> them on the ground and light them like a Vanderbilt fan? <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I mean, Vanderbilt fans, I, I think that they're – Usually doing things the right way, the smart way, the correct, proper Not way. Not on July 4th. Does anybody do things the right way on July 4th? Because it seems like so many people, for whatever reason, and if you're this person, I, I need to hear why you do this. The people who set off fireworks during the day. What are you doing? Bro, what are you doing? Like, like, Just chill. You're either, you're either the only possible excuse that is like worthwhile is that you're drunk. Because otherwise, it's like, what are you, like, huh? There is a very small window. And and you know what? I'll give you the week because yeah. that that's fine, whatever. And maybe my opinions on that would change if I had uh, a small child or a dog who hated fireworks or something. It, will. From 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock, that's your sweet spot. That is your sweet spot. If you're lighting fireworks outside of that time yeah. frame, you're doing something wrong. Eh, I don't know about that. I mean, like, I, so it's cool in Atlanta because it's like, there's, especially when we live downtown, um, there's, there's like fireworks in Buckhead, Decatur, Cobb, Buckhead, did I say that? It's, yeah. Okay, and Sun Mountain. So it's like, so I went to dinner one time in the, whatever that revolving restaurant is in downtown I, they, like chilies <laughs> yes totally i hated the person i was with but i was like it was cool because you're rotating and you could you could see all the fireworks like like from all over the city no matter where you were like standing in, or sitting in like the restaurant so i like it because it's like and they go off at different times so it's like it's kind of like one continuous stream of 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 fireworks for like an hour and a half um i don't mind fireworks until 11 on july 4th now, if you're an asshole and you start doing them at like twelve thirty in the morning, that's a problem. We're we're talking about July fifth now, so mm. like that's I don't I agree with that. But like nine to ten, sure it's a sweet spot. But I don't think it's like where you need to limit where you're at. Fine, nine. To, I'll give you nine to eleven. Yeah, nine to eleven to be able to do that. Of- Any time after that, you know, I got kids sleeping yeah. in the area and stuff like that. And it's yeah, I get it. Like that's that's fine. Right. People like us that like to be able to go to bed at like 11 o'clock and a given night. I'm just saying. That's I'm fair. Just saying. I realize it's a holiday, but still. Um, okay, I haven't previewed this one, so this could be dangerous. Justin Lindsay, let's assume we had a 4th of July party pre-COVID times at the SES Facebook group, and Connor and Chris got to plan it all. What would be on the menu? What would be the perfect, lo- what would the perfect location look like? What time would we do the first funnel? <laughs> I'm shooting for 7 a.m. Now, I'm going to combine this with um, one of my favorite members of the group as well, Michaela Crabtree, who said, would you rather spend 4th of July at home, on the lake, or at the beach? Okay? Now, if we have an SDS hangout, I like being at home on, on the 4th. Like, the beach is cool. 
That's just begging. They got sand and I stuff. Hate sand. And, yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing less American than sand. Um, in my opinion, mm. makes me the thing that makes me feel less American than sand because America. The beaches of Normandy would disagree okay, with you, but I took okay. that very seriously. I, I, I just love being. <laughs> I love being happy. America makes me so happy. Sand does not. It just. Okay. Don't get me started on those those showers at the beach. It's just, the water pressure is awful. Um, regardless, so the lake is cool. I like the lake. I, I, the lake is a fun Fourth of July. It is. Um, I, I really like that. I, I would, I would say if we're doing this here, I think like a lake. I think like a big ass boat at a lake would be cool, or a house. Either way, done that. Um, yeah. If the SCS group now, what's on the menu? I would handle the bar. Like that's not in question. Now, what I would tell you, what I would, what I would probably make everyone is red, white, and blue shots, which is raspberry vodka and sour mix, equal parts, shaken up, and then you pour it in. Then you layer grenadine and blue curacao so it goes red white and blue it's fantastic mm. yeah very sweet um but I, I would have to probably defer on the food to i mean like don't get me wrong i would be overbearing about what, what would be on the menu and approving stuff but like jenny bolton's in charge of the food that's that's her yeah thing. she 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 outlined everything mm-hmm. basically that oh she yeah bring. she did and i mean she's right like something that we've we forgot before that we probably should have brought up you got pulled pork. Yeah, I'll eat pulled pork anytime. Yeah, I, I think pretty much any setting is is good for pulled pork. Now, if you're trying to get the variety, like you've got your your basics already, yeah. right? Like you've got your burgers, your dogs that you want to throw brats into. You can have pork there as well because the beauty of pulled pork, and I you, you could say the yeah. same about brisket too, is in situations like this you get to treat it as a side. Right. It doesn't take up as much room on your plate if you don't get a bun for it. And that way you just like throw it on there like, oh yeah, beans and brisket and pork and all that stuff. When, in my opinion, give me that over potato salad all day. Potato salad is, is very hit or day. miss. Because like, I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I think it is. Like, like I think you're, if, you're, if you're a potato salad fan, one, if, you're, if you are putting raisins in it, like, get help. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but like, it's, it's, it's not as staunch like like barbecue sauces are not a staunch, but I feel like if you're a potato salad fan, it's only one or two. Like you're not. I'm not a, a mayonnaise potato salad fan. I hate mayonnaise. I know there's mayonnaise Agreed. in the mustard, like the yellow potato salad, but like that's not like that's what I like more is like the mustard based potato salad than like mayonnaise based. Um, so like I I won't I won't go to like a, a party and be like oh good they have potato salad. Tell you what else I don't like pasta salad. It's a great summer food. It's so overrated. It's, I agree. But like on July Fourth, and people don't know how to make it because these like people will be like, just throw a bunch of black olives in there. Like, no, you know what? Don't. Just don't do that. Don't. Yeah. Um, it's filler. It's filler. Yeah. I'd rather be filled up with meats than that stuff. That's a great sentence, Connor. That's a fantastic sentence. No, so I, I think pulled pork is is a really good call. You know, it'd be fun, and this would be fun just to do in the fall too. But like, just just an actual like a like a, a What's it called? Like a, like where you actually pick it? Potluck? No, where you actually like pick, like when you like they just have a whole dead ass hog and you just pick out of the dead. Oh hog. yeah, yeah, like a pig roast. A, but yeah, but like, but it's like something like a pig, like a pick something. I don't remember what it's called. But if I've been to like a couple of those, that's a lot of fun. One thing that needs to stay away: low country boil. I don't have time for peeling my own shrimp on July. Yeah, that's 4th. like a separate thing. Yeah, that's a separate thing. Never understood yeah, why I people agree. like that so much, but I think that'd um, be fun. Other thing that's not making the menu, and I might hurt some feelings by saying this, I realize this, it's fine. 
whatever. Watermelon's not good. Oh, you're stupid. It's not. You're an idiot. It's it's not. It lacks so much flavor. You bite into it. You bite into watermelon, and it's disappointing every single time. Do you like cantaloupe? And honeydew? Time. I don't like okay, cantaloupe. That, I don't like honeydew. I feel like you're I think mixing they're both them up. Disgusting. They are. They are. They are. When when you get a fruit salad, I've said this before. Cantaloupe and honeydew is the Joey Fatone of this fruit salad. Just get out of here. Doesn't yeah. need to be here. You take your stupid chin strap beard or whatever that is. Give it's, me strawberries, any kind of berry yeah, instead of that. Pay, don't give me that crap melon. Like, I don't know why. Like, I'll pay the extra $2. It's like guac. Like, I'll pay the extra $2 for pineapple. Yes. I don't need honeydew and crap. That, that is also filler. I can't believe you say that about watermelon. Watermelon's fantastic. <sighs> you're I'm having just, the wrong watermelon. Is the watermelon you're having, like, more pink I've had it red? at every... I have had it at every phase of my life. <laughs> and every single time. Because it looks yeah. good. It looks good. And every time, I always am disappointed, and I end up leaving it on the plate because I'm like, this isn't good. Yeah. It's not nearly as sweet as a strawberry or anything like that. And I realize it's a melon, it's not a berry, whatever. Don't give me that. It should be so much better. And people Man. act like it's the best fruit, the so most good. all-American fruit there is, and I disagree so much with that. Oh, oh man. Well, I, I tell you what, I can't say that you're right about this. I also just remembered, I got to put up a video for this about when I did all the, the uh, July 4th, um, fake commercials for Houston's <laughs> about the berries. I was like, you try the seasonal berries, they're very good. So I need to send you that because those, like, I like, I get what you're saying. Berries are great, and it's also you have more red, white, and blue combinations, mainly red and blue. If you do the strawberries and the blueberries, yeah, blueberries fantastic. Blackberries fantastic as well. I mm -hmm. love blueberries. Um, raspberries are great. Hard to get a good handful of raspberries. That's true, something true. I'm not a fan of. And, and yes, I eat all all fruit with my hands. Peaches underrated. Utensils are no, that's stupid. Um, like especially uh, again, July Fourth. But I, I think you're wrong about watermelon. And also, it's like you go out of your way to not have anything in common with Allie because it's her favorite fruit. So it's just like I just, <laughs> mm, I just, I can't do it. Okay, I can't do it. Um, what else is making the menu though? What else are we putting? What uh, size wise? Because I think we got the the meats covered, but sides are you got to have some sort of potato chip, right? Yeah, I think that's that's necessary. I'm a I'm a baked beans guy. Yeah, I like baked beans. I don't think that's filler. I, I think if you're just doing it like straight up out of a can, that's kind of lazy. Yep. But homemade baked beans, spot on. Big fan of that. So like um, the southern style potato salad, I would be fine with it if it's like the yellow kind. I, I just I mean, Publix makes a good one. But like I think yeah, it's meats and desserts, man. It's like for the most part, it's yeah. like I don't really. Now, I'm trying to think here. Like I think Allie's gonna do a strawberry shortcake, which is cool. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um. Other than Everybody that, does like apple pie, something now, like that. Like that's the stereotypical. A la mode, apple pie a la mode, I'd rather have than just straight up apple pie. And I like apples. I think there are better pies than apple pie. There are, yeah. Just going to say that. Pecan. You can't have it in the summer, but yeah. Uh, you know what? True. Next time you're in town, if she's in a good mood, I need to get Allie to make a pie because she's the best pie maker in the world. Like it's, it's like, it, it's mind-blowing. She, she does like the lattice top. Like, like it's... Next level. It's impressive. It is. it is. It's too much. And like, and I tell you what, she does such a good job with it, it pisses me off because she's like, the pie will finally be done. And she's like, you have to let it cool for two hours. I'm like, you out of your mind right now? Like, no. It's <laughs> yeah. so stupid. All right, next question. Where are we? We only got a couple more here. I'm pretty hungry. Can you tell we haven't? I haven't had I haven't. Yet. I barely had I breakfast. I had chicken tenders from Publix. Oh boy. 
Um, let's see. Uh, top three songs on your Fourth of July cookout playlist. That's a good, That's a good one from Michael Potter. Thank you for yeah. giving us that one. Um, I mean, Lee Greenwood is making its way on there, Number one. right? It's on there. You've got Party in the USA, mm. Miley Cyrus. It's a banger. I don't care. Top three? If you, t- Party in the USA is a timeless. It is a timeless song. And I don't care if you're a hater, whatever, however you feel about Miley. You shouldn't. That song is a jam. Okay, it yeah. It's a jam. Top three on July 4th. Party in the USA. All right, Return of the Mac was Sabre. my third choice. <laughs> of course it was. Um, okay, so for me... Now, I'm not, like, I, I don't want to say, like, I'm as staunch as you on this. We get ourselves into trouble with um, with doing, um, like, all right, I'm on Spotify right now looking up American country and patriotic songs. My Stall Toby Keith, uh, basically. Uh, yes. So my my top is obviously um, is Lee Greenwood. I, I love that song. It's a fantastic song. Number two is, yeah, Toby Toby Keith. We'll put a boot in your ass. That song is, it's just like Hulk Hogan came, well, that's dumb. He is alive. I was going to say came to life. But um, now underrated here, I I love the national anthem. Like, I I love like like, an instrumental of it is fantastic. Uh, You know what? That's not, that's not right. Not instrumental. Whitney Houston, 1991 Super Bowl uh, national anthem. Fantastic. Fantastic song. That's probably my third one. Now where we get ourselves in trouble here. Okay, people think that just because America or USA is in the song, people think it's patriotic. If you are playing Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen yeah. "Born in the yeah. USA," it's one of my favorite songs. It's a fantastic song. Really good lyrics. Tells a great story of what happened in this country after Vietnam and all these things. It's not patriotic. It's literally an anti-war song. So let's not yeah, like you can't do that. Can't, like let's don't be that guy. That plays that song. Now, I'm just going through this. God bless you to say, of course. Um, America the Beautiful with uh, Ray Charles. Yes, Ray Charles, Sandlot. That is... Great scene. That's like, that's that's number one. Yeah. That, that to me is like, if you talk about Americana movie yeah. scenes, it is tough to get much better than that. Yeah, I would agree. Yes, I completely agree with that. Um, now, like, I'm, I'm still going through here. God, Toby Keith had shocking, shocking y'all. I said a shock at all, unreal. Um, so I don't like Small Town from uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. I'm not a Mellencamp fan at all, to be honest. I'll agree to disagree on that That's one. Fair. He's got Indiana roots. He lives in Bloomington Damn. now. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Gives a lot of money to my alma mater. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Only in America by Brooks and Dunn. I love Brooks and Dunn. Only in America. Pretty good, Brooks and Dunn. Um, hate that song. More of a My Maria fan. My Maria. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's like my mom's favorite song. I love that song. Gypsy Lady. Song. Um, anyway, so I think there's some good ones. I think those three, though, like, God Bless USA, whatever the Toby Keith boot in your ass song is, um, and then that, that version of Whitney Houston of doing the national yeah. anthem is awesome. Uh, okay, so here's a question. Mm, yeah, that, that's a little bit tough to set up, but... Fireworks with music in the background, yes. yay or nay? Yes. All of it. I agree. I agree. It's I agree. about over at the right it. volume. At the right volume. Yes. I a long time ago I was like ah, kind of. Yeah. I feel like this is distracting. No, I, I like having a little bit of patriotism kicked in. Yeah. 
it's like added noise. It's like a, you know, it's like a third scoop uh, of pre-workout. Yeah, exactly. Totally relatable reference for you. On that. I work out sometimes. I know, but third scoop of pre-workout. Yeah, is that too much? No, Will's the one that does all the pre-workout. I used that's, to do that's too much. Like I, I put no explode in a in a like a jungle juice one time in college. That's, Everyone was fired up. That sounds like it ended well. Um, okay, let's. I guess we got one more. Yeah, you want to end with one? Yeah. Um, times it acceptable to be drunk. That's from Emery. I mean, like, like all day. It's just, it's fine. Um, I'm trying to find one we haven't really covered. Okay, so Bobby Birch is good, and he said, "Better Fourth of July holiday character: Uncle Sam, an eagle that delivers freedom by land and sea. Uncle Sam delivering freedom." <laughs> okay. Um, so, like, I'll say, like, we'll twist the question into favorite, like, Fourth of July, like, symbol. Maybe is a good way to put it, or like, like, like least favorite thing. I hate when people say America. I hate that so much. I hate like making like a caricature of America's birthday. I hate it. I hate when people say that. It's like a salt life thing, but like dumber, um, in my opinion. I so the bald eagle, like a ha, like one of those. I love that. That's a that's a that's a strong mood on July Fourth. Just the bald eagle in general. Yeah. Like an angry, right. pissed off bald eagle. That's America. Yeah, right there. agreed. Okay, um, Uncle Sam, good, but I, uh, yeah, I don't really think that that's necessarily. Just say it's image. Abraham Lincoln with gray hair. I don't get it. Like we get. I mean, that's that's what it yeah. is. That's what it is. That's yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's a a specific representation that kind of perfectly embodies all of that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think the bald eagle is still probably the best look. Yeah. Can't find any any sort of issue with an animal, right? I think. I don't know. Probably somebody will. PETA. No, hopefully not. Oh, good point. Totally forgot about PETA. They're not real. Is PETA still going after Ugga? I don't know. Bevo is still. I not. Ugh. Dumb steer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hopefully everybody has a great 4th of July. Let us know what you're doing, what you're up to. Post in the Facebook group. Um, I'm sure that many people hopefully are enjoying them at lakes. If there's ever a time to enjoy a 4th of July at the lake, I feel like this is it. Yeah. Hopefully we're doing so safe and responsibly. Um, Stump Marler was... I don't really want to so say this. So anti-American. Um, I, didn't, I didn't fail. I got a D. Well, spoiler alert. Goodness yeah. gracious. Okay, Marlar did not have the best time. Although there was one question that you will be very impressed that he actually answers. Yeah. That's that was your shining moment. You definitely had a peak and then yeah. a few valleys in this episode <laughs> as well. Guys, yeah, welcome to Marlar. But, but but real quick, since since you already said goodbye later, I know I know that we're breaking all the walls or whatever this is called. I just want to say from Uncle Chris, I hope everyone has a very safe and happy Fourth of July. Be good, be good to each other, and remember. All of the positive things that make us happy about living in this country. We'll go back to hating each other later. But for this weekend, let's really enjoy each other. Also, you know what's effed up, Connor? Having July 4th on a weekend. It should always be on a Thursday. People get the Friday holiday, though. My wife's, my wife's company has, has like, the, the Friday yeah. holiday, and apparently that's the thing. But we're college football writers, so we just kind of, you know, grind through them. Yeah, fair enough. So, anyway. All right, let's listen to Marler answer some questions wrong. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Time for America's favorite game. 
I think, or at least the southeast region of the country's favorite game. It is Stump Marler. We have Jay Woody on the line. Jay, you are at the airport in Nashville right now. Please tell us that everything is looking okay and it's not just like a scene out of Independence Day. Ooh, now, every, everything is okay right this moment. I will tell you, we are uh, we're trying to get southwest of New Concourse and you're going to have tons more flights out of Nashville Airport here in just a little while. Ooh, nice. Good to know for SEC Media Days 2021, I think. Maybe 2022, something like We're that. We're not having SEC Media Days that year. We're not having a football season that year. It's over. Everything's, down, everything's bad. Down. I hate it. <laughs> that, that's just my impression of a few people in our podcast group. You guys know who you are. They, they know Love who you they mean are. It. <laughs> true, true. All right, so here's how this is going to work today. I will do the first five. Jay has the second five. I'm not going to make any sort of bet. I'm not going to make any sort of prediction. I'm yeah, just going to let... you owe me now? I, you know what? I owe you a couple of Chick-fil-A sandwiches. All right, let's let's call it what it is. It's not like I owe you the entire moon, okay? Like, it's very I'm just, reasonable. You know what? Here's the thing. I, I just... I'm not... This has not been a great week for me. I like July 4th has crept up on me because 2020 has been the worst. And I, I'm, I don't feel that confident going into this one. That being said, I mean, like... If you guys think I'm going to have confidence in you guys actually stumping me, like I mean, yeah, it's not a thing coming, so let's do this. Number one from Candler. Candler wants to know, in the BCS era, which SEC teams, um, so the, the school in the year, have had one or fewer losses in a season but not win a national championship? Do you need to hear that again? Who's Candler? I'm just Candler kidding. Cook. Hello, Candler <laughs> Cook. Um, okay, so BCS era, so 98 to 2013. That's simple. Um, so they, if it's 98, 2015, so, so 2002 UGA, they were 13 and 1. 2004 Auburn, which was the third best team in the country that year, they were uh, 13 and 0. 2009 Florida, because they, they lost to Bama and then just destroyed Cincinnati. 2011 LSU, because. They, what was that? Um, I think that's it. That's four. There are more. There are two more. From two thousand, from ninety-eight to two thousand thirteen. Oh, okay. This is okay. So we have a we have an incorrect answer. That's what it is. Okay, because yes, Marler, you and you are right with your answer. The caveat was supposed to be in the BCS era, <laughs> and in the that. answer they included. And the answer they included 2016 and 2018. That is obviously not for the BCS era. So you are correct with the first one. Good catch. Okay, we're good. Oh, hold two. on, 2016, 2018, the Bama game. You, Candler, you, unreal. <laughs> he may, he may right, have put fine. them on there just to get at you, man. Who knows? He might. Have. I <laughs> think good. He Candler knows. You know, that's it's good. Now you're in my dome, so that's fine. Number two, uh, this is from Andy Goins. He wants to know what SEC program is responsible for starting the tradition of homecoming. It's a little bit of a tricky question. That's your only hint. I don't know that one. I'll just be honest. I'll guess and say uh, Ole Miss. The correct answer is Mizzou, um, which I say it's tricky because Mizzou obviously was not an SEC program in 1911. Um 1911 was when uh, the Mizzou AD invented, uh, invited several alumni to come home for the Kansas game, and therefore homecoming was created. Yep. So consider yourself okay. stumped. Sure. Well, yeah, I guess that counts. Number three, Matthew Sadro. 
He says, how many times did Bear Bryant lose in Tuscaloosa while coaching for Alabama? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I know this. It's less than five. Is it two or three? Don't say anything. Because um, Bama used to play all their big games in, in Birmingham. And uh, and Tuscaloosa was a just a crappy stadium. It was just a lower bowl. I'm actually old enough to remember going to games there when it was just a lower bowl. That's how old I am. Um, it was two. It was two. And one of them was to like a team they shouldn't have lost to. Well, probably, probably both of them, to be honest, were teams they shouldn't have lost to. But they were – one of them was to like – was it Mississippi State? It was something. Final answer? Final answer. You are correct. You are correct. Um, the losses were Florida in 1963. And then the one that I thought you'd definitely get, because we just did this for adjustment more, Southern Miss. Oh! Oh, I'm thinking, I was thinking Mississippi State in 80, but that was in Jackson. God dang it. Yeah, oh, well. all right, that's good. That's fine. Yeah, Number four. The right also, the first game I ever went to, a first Bama game I ever went to, Bama lost to Southern Miss. I should have known that. True. Yeah, as Jay just said, like you actually still technically got that one right because just how many times did Bear Bryant lose in Tuscaloosa? So yeah, well I know I got it right. I don't. I didn't think that was even up for debate. But yeah, you're still you're still a loser. Okay, number four. Uh, Matthew Mokler wants to know um, in the 2005 Iron Bowl, Brody Croyle oh. was sacked 11 times. <laughs> 11 times. Six players recorded at least one sack. Who led Auburn in sacks that game? For bonus points, how many sacks did he record? So this was one. I remember, like, this is first off, I was in great shape at the time. And that's only being said because I remember being so frustrated with this game that I ran out at halftime and ran three miles to, to like, calm myself down because I was so pissed. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, it's only sick brag because, like, now I would just drink myself into oblivion to calm myself down. But, like, um... That was the game where they made the bumper stickers like honk if you sacked Brody Croyle or song honk if you sacked Brody. Um, it was 11 sacks and the Predator, the Predator, it was the black dude with dreads, what was his name, Stanley McGlover. He had, he had the most because I, I, I honestly thought he had like five, um, but I don't, I don't know the actual number, but he had the most for sure. He was in the backfield all day. You are, you are correct in the original answer, but the bonus was three and a half sacks. Mm. I would have, like if you would have asked me, was it over under... Like, like four and a half, I would have probably taken the over. He, that guy, Jay, you remember that? that was awful. I do, I do. I'll never forget That's that game. Number five. How many? This is from Emery, by the way. Um, Emery asks, how many SEC East teams does Florida have a losing record against? Oh. Um. I think they have a losing record against Mizzou. I'm actually almost positive they have a losing record against Mizzou. And I think it's Emory's asking the question, so I want to say Georgia, but I'm not going to because I feel like Georgia got their asses handed to them for like 30 straight years of my life against them. So I'm going to say just Mizzou. (laughs) That is incorrect. No! Georgia and Mizzou. Both. Really? (laughs) Yes. I, th- but like in my life, like in any anybody that listens to this podcast lifetime, is that the same answer? <laughs> I mean, kidding, that's I don't know. The wind I, I did not look up since like 1970 on or something like that, dude. Who's been? Who was born in the 70s? Jeez. 
Yeah. Dude, I was geez. born in 71. Thank you very much. 71. I'm just kidding, Jay. <laughs> you guys are so mean to me, man. No. That's that's a good question, Emery. Congrats. I you know what? I shouldn't have see this is what I get for trying to give Emery the benefit of the de- benefit of the doubt. Like as a as a Georgia fan. Like I should I should have just salt in the wound the whole time. I should have said Georgia. Anyway, mm-hmm. whatever. All right. So oh, Jay. Man. Are you good to go for, for six through yeah. ten? Are we gonna we we need to get I missed two, two already. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say you're already down two, man. <laughs> it's not good. This right, is like that's more than I've missed in the last three weeks combined. <laughs> we're going to try and start off the rapid fire with kind of a list question to kind of get you into a mood of firing things back to me quickly, okay? The 2010 so so were, for rapid. the most part, right, not, good, not good for the Gators. Most of the problems was the quarterback. Can you name 10 starting quarterbacks in the 2010s for Florida? Oh, 10? 10. Okay. Um, ten. Ten John Brantley. 11, actually, I think. John Brantley, Will Greer. Um, uh, who's there now? Um, hold on. Jeff Driscoll was there back in 2012. We just did that. Kyle Trask is there. Felipe Franks is there. Uh, didn't Malik Zaire start one game, that Michigan game or something? He did. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. So that's, how many is that? Five, six? That's six. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, before he went to the Colts. Um, who was the kid that started the 2015? Uh, before he went to NC State, but yeah. Yeah. Wait, I thought that was opposite. I think he went either way. Oh, yeah, he did go to NC State after that. Um, who was the other kid that started the 2014 or 2015 SEC Championship? Uh, Treon Harris. Treon Harris. Um, who was the <laughs> Austin Appleby? Austin Appleby was there for sure. Oh, our boy Luke. Luke Tony. If, if you had not gotten Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many is it? That's eight or nine? That's, oh, that's you know nine. what? You know who started one? This is oh, this is good. Uh, what is his name? He's a he's a tight end for the Bears. Uh, Trey Burton. He started like one game that against Kentucky, correct. and I think he had five that touchdowns in that game against Kentucky too. Yeah, I, uh, that's why I said ten of the eleven because I didn't know if you were going to know that Trey Burton had actually started one game at quarterback. Yeah, nicely played. Dude. He had five touchdowns. They, they were comparing him to like as the next Tebow or something stupid. That one, uh, that one came from Jacob Redding. So Jacob, he got all ten of yours, buddy. Sorry, sorry man. about that. That's uh, craziness. Also, they had ten starting quarterbacks. Got all eleven. They had eleven. I, I only got ten. Said, I thought right. These are these. Yeah, these are these are all eleven. Trey Bur- so Trey Burton, I remember being at the Bama game in 2010. I think he, I think he caught a touchdown pass, but I, I remember it was like the week before is when he they played Kentucky, and he had the five touchdowns, and it was like this whole thing. And I was like, this is ridiculous. But anyway, moving on. Number seven from Austin Foster. What was the mascot of the University of Arkansas prior to them being the Razorbacks, and what year did it change? What? The, oh that's that's not a joke. That's a question. I think it was just a diabetic ankle. Just uh, the arc. I don't know. I, <laughs> that is I, just a purple, reddish ankle. Um, that's so wrong. <laughs> every level. I don't know. I don't know that answer. They were the Cardinals until 1909 <sighs> when Coach Hugo Bezdick after they beat LSU, told you go what? Like a bunch of <laughs> best. <laughs> told them they had played like a bunch of Razorback hogs. So that is, they play. See, I don't. 
that's like Bama got their their like mascot like like big owls like they're a bunch of angry red elephants like about the D line in like 1930. That's so weird yep. how stuff like yep. that sticks like like really bad compared. Me and Connor just recorded the best list of comparisons in the history of the world like like on any level. And I, if we were alive in the 30s, Connor, we would have we would have probably Dang. named half the team's mascots. Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Like Arkansas ankle di- diabetic ankles. Go ahead. Number eight, Mickey Jeremy. Three Power Five teams have never recorded ten or more total wins in a season. Name those teams, and I'll give you a hint if you can't. Uh, Vandy's one of them. Well, um, that was going to be the one was in the SEC. So. Well, that doesn't help. Who's never had a ten season? So Northwestern has been to I didn't say it was a, a Rose Bowl. So they've had at least eleven wins or ten wins. Um, wow, Kansas was in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, hold on. I feel like our boy Connor has alluded to this. Was Indiana one of them? Is that a final answer? Is that a, is that a guess? Is that a final? That's answer? for the Where second one. Go? I don't know the third one. I, I, let me guess the third one. Okay. I'm gonna say. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess because it's Mickey. Ten wins. Surely Oregon State has had ten wins, or is he trying to get at me about Ali's alma mater? Or am I overthinking? <laughs> I think you're reading way too I'm gonna much say much. Oregon State. Oh well, damn it! All right, <laughs> that's the final answer anyway. That's fine. It is Iowa State, Vanderbilt, Indiana, Really? the Cyclones. Yeah, Yeah, apparently. Never 10 wins. Even when they had Marcus Pfizer? I'm just kidding. That's that's a good reference, though, huh? I'll be honest. I went went and looked up Vanderbilt because I couldn't believe that, like, back in the 30s and 40s, Vanderbilt didn't have – yeah, because they were supposed to be really, really good back then. Yeah, they didn't play 10 games. 10 games. So you would be like yeah. eight and one or eight and two, you know. So you know what I saw the other day? I was watching an old game. I was, you know, what I watched? I watched the '92 national championship game because I'd never actually seen it, which is kind of crazy. But I, I was watching it, wow. and they had um, Michigan was in the. I don't think it was the Rose Bowl, but it was like, or maybe it was. But Michigan was playing somebody, and uh, and in the bowl game, and their their record on the season was nine zero and three. And now that I've said that, I realize it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Mm-mm. So yeah, my bad. <laughs> Didn't take my meds today. Let's keep going. (laughs) Number nine from Robert Lee. Who is the all-time career reception leader in the SEC? And what school did he play for? We've done this before. It's Jordan Matthews from Vandy. Guys, if you ask me a question that he's even read before, I can promise you he's going to remember. There was Actually, there was a second part of this question well, though. There was a second part was how many career how many career catches did did he have? Yeah, I'm taking that off because I, I don't know that. No it's way like he's going to know that. Two <laughs> two no three three thirteen. Uh, sorry, two sixty two. Okay, missed the entire question. <laughs> yeah right okay <laughs> honestly i got two and a half right at that at that mickey share me question because i said state so there you go i'm kidding, I'm kidding. number go 10 ahead. from jack haygood this is the last one and then i've got a phone fun little bonus for you who is the south carolina career sack leader oh deep cut i'm gonna say oh my god there's a lot riding on this because i've already missed three I'm going to say John Anderson. Isn't that his name? Play for the Falcons? Yeah. 
Yes, that's his name. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Eric Norwood. Eric what Norwood. What the? I missed four questions. Stumped. Four questions. You guys brought it. That was good. That was good. <laughs> I don't right, I've got a fun was... bonus for you. I I, hold on. Let me I missed this. four questions, right, but ahead. got the 2010s 11 quarterbacks from Florida. How the f does that happen? All right. And all of go that. Ahead. What's, we got a bonus. Still missed four points. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, you that's, Nick. that's messed up. Yeah. Here's what he put. He said, "Please, just for laughs, for Stump Marler, ask him how many people were drafted off the USC, which he meant Southern Cal, <laughs> <not> Southern <laughs> off the USC team in 2004-2005." <laughs> There's <laughs> one player, one player total for both of us. That's a good question. But you know what? That's you know what? That's a good question. That was good. That was good. Now, now here's what this led to, though. Here's what this led to, because I said, hey, look, if he's ever asked the question or anything, because I think you guys had covered this on the, it just meant more one time. If he's ever even covered it, he's going to remember it. And here's what he said. He said, all right, fair enough. Although I would test my UGA knowledge against him any day. I'm sorry. What? Any day. We got a. We have a I, challenge here. You know what? You know what? Hold on. Hold on. Let's let's go ahead. Let's. You know what? I. Mm, I'm, this makes me happy. I'm. I'm coming off. I'm. I'm down. You want to kick me while I'm down? What was his name? Nick Stitt. Is that is that right? Yeah. That's yeah. That's I'm, I'm just letting you know. Listen you up. Listen up, you little stit. Listen up, you little stit. Uh, we've got. I missed six. I missed four questions today. Okay, I don't. I don't feel confident about myself. I do love that question you had about Southern Cal. That is fantastic. You but haven't I, you answered know, that, by the way. I I don't know the answer. I was. It was a, I think it was a joke, right? Was it like, like it's nine or something? Nine. Technically ten, but nine because one was taken. Well, one was taken in the supplemental draft. It's not a so real draft, so it's ten. It's it's nine is the answer. Anyway, regardless, not a, um, not a real draft. Yeah, that's, that's so stupid. Okay, NFL, Bo Jackson dude. was also taken. Does anyone count that? No, uh, or it was a Bosworth. It was Bosworth who was taken. Regardless, here's the deal. Here's here's the deal. Next day, I appreciate I appreciate your humor, and I appreciate you calling me out about the Southern Cal thing. What I don't appreciate is you saying you think. You would put this knowledge up because, you know, I've had one bad day, and you didn't know I was going to have a bad day, but you were confident enough that it was going to happen at some point. And for that kind of confidence, I'm going to issue you a challenge. Next week, we're not going to do it on the podcast because I know Connor's time is precious, and we have a lot of stuff going on. We're going to do – they do this in Atlanta with our boy Chuck Oliver, Connor. It's called Win Chuck's Lunch. And what we're going to do is this. And I'm trying to think of how we could do this – you know what? We, you and I will do a Zoom call, Nick Sit. Jay Woody will get questions. They will strictly be Georgia questions if you want. Or we'll do half Georgia, half college football. We'll do a Zoom call in the podcast group only instead of taking up the actual podcast time. So we'll do it in the Facebook group. We'll do a 7 to 10 question side by side, whoever has the most. And if you beat me, I will personally send you a Georgia sticker that run the damn ball hat that doesn't fit my weird shaped head and a bottle of Texas Pete. Because that's usually my lunch anyway. So, the issue, the the challenge has been has been has been thrown. Next week, it's the war on the shore. That's from that's from a TV show. But I'll be in Charleston, and I have plenty of time on my hands to beat the stit out of you, Nick. Boom, roasted. Glad to see you're handling this loss well. I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not happy. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Thank you, you for everybody who submitted questions. Important part, man. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm totally gonna take it in stride. Thanks a lot. No, I got six out of ten. You didn't beat me. I still got above fifty percent. That's a feeling great. That's a feeling great, dude. In what? It, not in college. It's not above a sixty. Is still passing. No sir. No sir. Yes, huh? Not since like back in the nineties. Yeah, that's when I went to college. So that's fine. All right, you know, whatever. I'm right. You're wrong. On that fine note, Jay Woody. You take us out so that our people can have a, a safe, happy, and healthy holiday weekend. Yeah, happy fourth, guys. Uh, don't get into too many political battles. And uh, when it comes to beat and marler, it might mean too much. Boom. Oh, worst. Enjoy the fourth of the month. Good work, guys. Bye.